Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Dean is a nephew of mine. He come along then a few years later, a good few years later, I suppose. And yeah. his wife Eva is on the fundraising committee, and my son Michael is now on the crew as well. So it's kind of like the Fab Four with a family link, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 Have you have, have you ever been called out as a family? Uh, I don't think we have as yet. But we have been out as, as two, as definitely myself and Dean have been out on shouts and Dean could have been with Michael or yeah. uh, I could have been with Michael, but we never, I don't think we've been on, on three at one time yet. So how many years are you actually at it then? That's getting the age away now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 30, over 30 years. Over 30 years. Yeah. And you would have seen a lot of change, even yeah. in the type of yeah. equipment you're yeah. using. Definitely, yeah. You? Started off in open, well, not open boats, but older type Real old type boats, timber yeah. boat, probably she was the last of the timber type. Right. And then we progressed to a Mersey, which was major. They like gone from eight knots to 18. And then we got a Tyne. Yeah. And then we did the boat we have now, the Killarney, which is a 25 and a half weather boat. So. And when were you last? When did you last get a shout? September was the last yeah. time you were out here. You don't want any more of them in this time. No, you don't you? want, like, most of them are all good outcomes. That's the main thing. Yeah. And. This time, that was small, but uh, water safety is really a big thing now. Yeah. There's know. a big push, isn't there? Go to yeah. Bendelian now in yeah. just a second. What is the push this Christmas? Funding is, continu- is, is a continual battle, isn't it? It is, yeah, because the, the RNLA is a, it's, 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 it's fund, it's a charity. like So you've 95% of all people involved in the RNLA are volunteers. Mm-hmm. And, so they need, and then the money comes out of gifts and wills. Yeah. 65% of the rest of them is going around fundraising like uh, book collections yeah there. and you have quizzes and coffee morns and selling Christmas cards and calendars and there's a shop here to sell the souvenirs so. and you have no government funding whatsoever no. nothing no no and yet you're a vital source yeah, yeah. That's it. yeah. we're completely independent like, like so yeah. that's it we run from du- Dublin so from a divisional base they, they have our own yeah. technical team and everything that helps us out there for water safety for down to the boats to keep them right what did you volunteer um well i've been living in the village for a while and i got approached would i be interested in joining the crew and i decided to join but it's not just you're dedicated you give up a lot of time to it a lot of weekends midweek it doesn't matter like we train as different during the winter time we'd be training here over the winter keeping things taken over and the same in the summer you could be out twice over the week and just and Dean, do you really. need to have any maritime experience to do it? No, that's the thing. People think it's all about having maritime experience, but we've crew to come in that are green, and that's where you start at the bottom, and you learn the basics, and you go away to the pool and get basic training, and that's the way it is. It's, everyone helps each other out on the boat, that's the thing. Well, maybe I'll phrase the question differently then. So you don't need maritime experience, but you do need characteristics to, to be up for this job. What are the characteristics? Bravery, obviously, is one of the... Yeah, courage at the times of bravery is it, but like your pager goes off, that doesn't come into your head. Like you're thinking someone's needs your help, and you come down as a crew, you you kit it out, you go to sea, and it's not till afterwards you think that you've gone out in rough weather, and you're it's afterwards you think about what's after happening, really not in the moment. Yeah, could you explain a little bit the, the type of training you do then? What actually happens when you're training? Uh, various different things. We could go out on. We have a small boat, there's training for the small boat, general boat handling skills, mm-hmm. uh, first aid training, we do uh, your rope work, boat layout, just navigation, yeah. most of the stuff we do. 
And how many in total, we've heard about from, from Declan there, the family connection, but in, in total, how many volunteers are there here, many people who are available for a call-up, roughly? Uh, roughly, I think we've about 25 active crew at the minute, so right. we have it on the cards at the minute here. And all of you working full-time jobs as well, aren't yeah. you? Everyone yeah. works full-time here, yes. Yeah. So you're giving up your time, your pager goes off, you, yeah. if you're home, you drop your what you're doing and go. I don't want you to particularly mention anyone by name or anything, mm. but over the number of years, 30 years you told me, Declan, that you've mm. been involved in this, was there any occasion when you genuinely feared for your own life? And any of the shouts? Any of the shouts? No. Not really, no. Because the, the, the equipment you have is... They're designed to keep you safe. Right. They keep you there. That's the idea. They get you there. The ball gets you there. They get you to the place. You do what you have to do. You pick up the people, get them home, get the boat home. The boat is there to make sure that you're... And you had the right people with you to make sure that everything happened. So you wouldn't be feared for your life. You'd okay. But I mean, also the fact you're from within the locality and there's been loss of life in this area over the decades. Mm. That, that, does that impact on you? Is there, For example, if you're a volunteer for the Ornall, are, are there any backups when you, you come across say, someone from within your own area who sadly has lost their life? There's always backups, yeah. We have yeah. resources within the Ornall that we can talk to. If, we, if it affects you that you can go and talk. Yeah. To, like, yeah, that's there, yeah. That's definitely, yeah. That's, yeah. That can be done. And when the seas are squally, or even worse than squally, and you get a shout, what goes through your mind then? It's like what Ian said, like, <laughs> your pager goes, you say, well, I'm okay, my family is safe at home, so someone needs help. Yeah. And you turn, you come to the station, the coxswain will say, you, 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 you. And he'll, if it's a bad night, he'll pick experience. He'll yeah. say, well... The, young, the, the new fresh recruits the wouldn't might, mightn't yeah so if we're, so we're in the 25 what is your standard crew what is the most you can have on the ship five, five to six yeah. and then we have a space then for a doctor if we need a doctor bring a doctor with us as well right okay so that's basically it like, we're, we're strapped in once we're in out there on a bad night we're inside closed inside yeah strapped into the seats like we're we're safe as houses and, and over that 30 years then is there any standout rescue that you say this was what this is all about, this is why I did this. Anything stands out for you? They're all satisfactory. Are they, yeah? Yeah. Everyone, whether it's just going out to towing, some fellas out Sunday fishing, or someone that's broke down that has, yeah. in bad weather, a long piece away, yeah. getting them people back is, everyone was the same. They're all satisfactory. And Dean, what goes through your mind when you get the shout? Do you, do you have a fear? Is it an adrenaline rush? What is it? Adrenaline does take over to a certain degree, but when you're gone, you, you pager goes off, you see, you launch, you come down, get kitted out, you go on the boat, you're, not, you're told what's happening, and then things just click into place, right, what do we need to get, whether it's a medical emergency, is it like a fire or someone has flooding, you're yeah. just going through your head what you need to have ready, yeah. and it just everyone clicks together and gets everything ready on the way out, and you get alongside, then you're able to assess what's happening and go from there, really. And, and, the, and the link then with the R116 or R117, the helicopter service, that's huge, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant having cover of that, especially if someone's in a really bad way, they need to get them out of there. Like, by the time they'd have them back in and gone by the time we'd even land back on the key wall. Yeah. It's great to have them, even as top cover in rough weather that you can have them there as an asset as well. Seasonally, Declan, there are, I suppose, different types of advice. So summer, spring, autumn, winter. We're coming into the, we're in the height of winter. People will still want to, to use their boats. What advice do you give to somebody who's maybe coming to Wexford for Christmas or, for that matter, has a vessel that they're going to take out to sea over the festive period? Make sure you're prepared. You have ways of communication, life jackets, flares. Your boat is seaworthy, engine, everything is perfect. 
uh, that's for someone going to see. To, but then this time of year, there's a lot of cold water swimming, and there's people raising money for the RNLA and different. Yeah. So to them, especially with this cold snap, it's the, when you come out of the water, it's going to affect you more because yeah. you're coming out of the water is going to be warmer than the air temperature. So you're coming out get get dry quick. Okay. To have a sauna here, so if you can get into the sauna, get into it. Yeah. And just sea swimming is huge now. Isn't oh, it is, yeah, mighty. Well, do, do you think people are not taking proper precautions? They are, yeah, because we had no. It must be because we had no. We've not had no issues, so yeah. that seems to be good. Yeah. And but just to make sure that they do know what's what to do if yeah. they get hypothermic, make sure there's ways of communication. Yeah. Never go on your own. Be together. The checking of the weather forecast, uh, and again, I've, I've just something here. It says if you get into trouble, float to live. Okay. Maybe you go through the, the health aspect of it, safety aspect of it. Well, mostly cold water shock. The first thing you're doing is panicking. You're trying to swim, but what we're trying to tell people is just allow your body to relax, lie back in a star shape, and float yeah. to live is what we're saying. It's, instead of trying to swim, that's where people are getting exhausted and you're not able to get in then, and you're burning all your energy out and pulling, drawing the heat from your core, yeah. and you're getting cold and hypothermia sits in then and that's when you're really in butter it's great to come down here it's great to visit here again i was here for the seafood festival for the mm. launch of it and been lucky to come here for the last number of years but look it's christmas time you have the airwaves both of you uh, congratulations to you and your family and all you've achieved you. but fundraising is so important so yeah, i'll let you get that message out for us yeah, fundraising is very important like like i said to see the, the 20 dips in december for fundraising. With the coffee mornings, if you see anyone doing a coffee morning, just support. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Um, our kit costs roughly in the region of two grand to kit each one of us out. And extra, What's in the kit as a matter of fact? The kit, but then we have a life jacket, which is 300 and odd euros. Then we have um, the rubber boots, uh, bridges with neoprene. They're not somewhere neoprene. Coats, they're all to keep it warm, to protect you. They're waterproof. And that's stuff we didn't have at this standard that we hadn't had years ago. But it's all through fundraising. So it's changed quite a yeah. lot, hasn't it? Oh, it has, yeah. yeah. It makes you safer. Yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. Yeah, okay. it does, yeah. Right. Just keep them, just support the RNLA. I know every charity wants at this time of the year to get support, but we're, the, we're promoting RNLA, so please support us. I'm going to let Dean just uh, call out the, the, the appeal there um, and to thank you for inviting us down here today. And the sun is shining in Kilmore, Kate. It always does. That's it, exactly. To make a donation to the RNLA's Christmas Appeal, visit rnli.org forward slash Xmas. Uh, just want to say thank you to yourself and you know, coming out here today. And thanks to South East Ray for promoting this verse as well and all you do for the RNLA and promoting what's going on around. Pleasure. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you very much. South East Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.